microphone. I'm, I'm holding the microphone. Properly. Well, I don't know. This is what you told me to do. Yeah, that's Don't correct. hold it by the cable again. That was really stupid. I wasn't holding it by the cable. I mean, it's, it's, it looks like a handle. Why would you hold it by the cable? I was holding it so my little finger was hanging over the bottom welcome to my turn podcast uh you might have overheard us giving billen some tips on how to hold a microphone for such an intelligent person who went to cambridge university you know it's not hard well yeah i was holding the microphone perfectly well it's just there's you know well if anyone's heard our last (laughs) podcast you really won't Uh (laughs) you didn't come with instructions and you didn't tell me i was holding it wrong so. I just expected you know better, you know. Why would I know better? I don't use microphones. Because you're an intelligent person. I thought you could work it out. Yeah, you do realise that people learn from experience. Yeah, lots of intelligence, not much common sense. No. Hold it by the handle. How yeah. many people <laughs> use a mo- microphone in the common day-to-day scenario? We do. Probably quite a few, actually. We, we well, use it not like day-to-day, but most people have held no, a I, microphone. Do you not just walk around with a microphone every day? I, I do. Oh, yeah, no, that is true, sense. actually. Yeah, just to make announcements and stuff. It's great. Yeah. Laura, how often do you hold a microphone? Never. Which Never. no one heard because she, said, she wasn't holding a microphone. <laughs> and then I accidentally grabbed her feet. Um, <laughs> sorry, Laura. Yeah, so uh, welcome to My Turn Podcast after that uh, delicious preamble there. Um, uh, we are the usual three siblings. I'm Jem. I'm Erin. And I'm Bill N. And today we're joined by... Hello, Laura. <laughs> hello, Laura. Her, her, hello, name hello, is, Laura. her first name is Hello and her second name is Laura. Hello, hello, Laura. <laughs> hello, hello, Laura. It's like Hello Kitty, but Hello, Laura. <laughs> oh my God, can we design her a bunch of little outfits yes. to go with her Hello, Laura range? Yeah, yeah. do it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a Hello Laura lunchbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Yeah, personalised stuff. Fantastic. Fantastic. Mm. So um, you may not have realised, but this is a podcast about gaming. Games. Yeah, there we go. Get games, gaming, game, games, games, all the games, Some, yeah. all the games. We love all the games here on my ten podcast. Um, so uh, we're coming in more regularly this year. This is our second yes, podcast of the in, year. It is indeed. It's February, so we're doing quite well. One a month. Yeah, that'll be really good. I know. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah, we're planning yeah. a more uh, more. What's the word? More in advance. That's what I'm trying to say. I can't even articulate myself. I think we're planning is is the key thing. Oh, yeah, that's true. We're siblings and we're pretty uh, disorganised with when we're doing these podcasts. But yeah, as a group, we're disorganised. Individually, some of us are organised. Yeah, me, Bilan. I'm more organised than both of you, actually. That's a lie. No, it's not. When are you ever on time? That's there's different. A between, <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference between organisation and punctuality. Um, okay, well you're not punctual. No, I'm not punctual. I would never. I would never claim to be punctual. Okay. Um, speaking of which, though, we should probably get on with talking about some games. No, I'm all right, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Of course, I love games. Um, we all love games. Shall Woo! I introduce the ones that we're going to be doing? today? Yes, Erin, tell us what we're going to be talking about today. So I believe we're starting off with Mario and. Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which Billen has been playing a lot of. Then we'll be doing the Turing Test. And finally, Shadow of War featuring Laura McCann. Hello, Laura. Hello, Laura. Hello, Laura. Laura. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this week we are exclusively talking about video games. However, we do like to talk about all kinds of games usually. Lots of games. All Mm. the games. So, Billen, would you like to kick us off with a bit of uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle? So, uh, Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle was a game made by Ubisoft with Nintendo. Hang on a minute. Is it Ubisoft 
or Ubisoft. I've heard Ubisoft. it sometimes pronounced Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Yeah. Oh, Ubisoft. I quite like Ubisoft. Yeah, yeah. I like that too. Yeah, okay, we're going to call it Ubisoft. Ubisoft. Like, we've I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've decided now. So okay, it's so official. Ubisoft. Ubisoft. <laughs> Gun. And, and Nintendo have uh, combined two of their franchises, the Rabbids, which yeah. come from the Rayman franchise, which are these weird, wacky rabbit mutant creatures yeah. plus the usual mario characters mario peach yoshi luigi yeah and what happens is in the game their worlds kind of get mixed up by some scientist genius person yeah. and so the normal mushroom kingdom has these wacky rabbits just go all around the place and and mess shit up brilliant um, and it's a completely different game to your normal platformer that mm. you'd expect from either Rayman or Mario because it's actually a tactical strategy game. Yeah. So you wander around the world, not platforming at all. You just walk around uh, with no jumping. Yeah. Very strange for a Mario game. No jumping? Yeah. I'm appalled. <laughs> and you go into battle areas mm. where you have various objectives. Usually it's um, eliminate a certain number of enemies in a cer uh, in certain number of moves yeah. and you take turns in having up to three actions per character and it's teams of you have a team of three versus yeah. any number of enemy characters um and so kind of like angry birds type of thing no where you get angry birds is is more you fire things at um static objects that's oh, okay. more like a target range but this, you get a limited amount of tries yeah, th at, is, to defeat something. Is you're the in an point arena. It's a grid-based arena. You move, can move around the arena. You have a, a range for your okay. weapons. You have guns in a Mario game, which is kind of weird. Brilliant. So or can Mario bit, have a gun? It's a bit like Mega Man. He has this uh, arm cannon. Uh, in fact, they all have arm cannons. Some of them have uh, melee weapons as well, like hammers. And you can <laughs> dash into people to smash into them and, and do some extra damage or jump on their heads, which is the only time you can actually jump is in battle. Yeah. And you do that by running into your teammate and they kind of give you a, a boost into the air. Yeah. You can't actually jump on your own, which is really weird because, you yeah. know, Mario's been doing that for how long? Like 30 years? Yeah. Since, since Mario likes the, jumping. Yeah, yeah. Since the very first Mario, like the even was, was it was like the Donkey Kong Mario, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, so Donkey yeah, Kong so you could had even Tad jump Mario in that, but he wasn't called Mario, he was called Jumpman. Jumpman. And then, then, <laughs> I mean, he was called so Jumpman. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, you can also have weapons which impart status effects on enemies. Like you might freeze them or burn them mm. or push them away. Um, and this all helps you with... Uh, increasing the distance between you and them so they can't attack you back or knocking them out of bounds to do extra damage or making them unable to attack you. And it, yeah, there's a lot of uh, tactical considerations in making mm -hmm. sure you eliminate all the enemies or reach a certain point in the level mm. in a set number of moves to get a gold medal at the end. Yeah. So tons to figure out and strategize. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I actually saw some um, online discussion about this game relating to uh, whether it was appropriate for younger children. Because I think it's Peggy really? 7, maybe, or maybe a bit older. Uh, I don't know. I never no, look at age older. ratings. But anyway, it might be a bit old. It might be like 13 or something like that. And, and someone was saying, in fact, we should just look it up. We'll look it up in a second. But yeah. um, there was a kind of discussion going on between some adults playing it who also 
were discussing whether it would be suitable for a child because there's no like gory blood violence, is there? But they were saying that actually... It's cartoon the, violence. Yeah, but the Peggy rating, it might have been about 13. Yeah, have a look at him. Um, was reflective of like how hard it is and how much you'd need to strategize rather than violence. I didn't even know Peggy ratings covered that. But then, like I say, I don't ever pay Peggy attention seven. to Peggy 7. It's Peggy 7. Okay, yeah. I was right the first time. Yeah, because I think someone was saying like they want to buy it for their five-year-old and then another adult was kind of saying, well, it... It's not harmful to them, but it would be really challenging. They it, might it, find it really it frustrating. Might make them a, a bit disturbed if they understood any of the references. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, the the rabbits are kind of a bit leaning towards adult references. Oh, no. I mean, not, not like, what? They're, they're not, rude. They're rude. They're rude. Oh, rude rabbits. <laughs> they, they they behave in a an a manner which might not be age appropriate for children, but the children probably won't have any idea what's going on. So that, Peggy Seven, then yeah. is that too young? Well, it's car- it's all very cartoon and nothing's explicit, so oh, that's it's. It, I think that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Have you played a rabbits game before? Uh, no, I've seen videos of rabbit games played because they're all just they're just crazy. They are. Um, yeah. So it's completely different to a normal Mario game, but it's it's actually really good fun. Yeah. It's got fantastic reviews, and I think that's well justified. And if you've got a Nintendo Switch, I can highly recommend it. Yeah. Is it available on anything else, or is it just No, a- no, it's a Nintendo exclusive, and I don't think that it came out on the Wii U, because I think it came out just as they were stopping uh, new yeah, games for that console. Yeah, they're phasing that out. I'm not 100% sure about that, but it might be available for Wii U. But it's definitely really good on Switch. Cool. Okay, cool. and how would you rate it? I think maybe eight and a half, nine out of ten. Lovely. Ooh, very Good high. Stuff. Yeah, see, when I looked at that, I just thought, well, I don't know about Rabbids games. They're just chaotic and bonkers. Mm. Yeah, well, <laughs> the actual gameplay isn't chaotic and bonkers. It's all the stuff that's going on in the background yeah. in this one. Okay. Mm. Mm. okay, cool. So shall we move on to the Turing Test? Oh, that's me. So um, I picked up this game called the Turing Test um, a while ago because I downloaded it for free um, on Games for Gold, which is the... Um, the Xbox kind of subscription. Um, and it is probably my favourite game that I've ever downloaded for free off of that. And I would have happily paid for it. Um, yeah. It is a puzzle game. Um, an indie sort of developer. Let me just get the stats up. And you play this character called Ava Turing. And you are sort of stranded in this space station um, near one of Jupiter's moons on Europa. Mm. So it's all set in space and it's all like really nice to look at, but it's purely a puzzle game, really. There is a story yeah. going through it in the background, which I'll talk about a bit in a minute. Um, yeah, so it's developed by Bulkhead Interactive and published by Square Enix. Um, so I played how do you it. you pronounce that one? Enix. <laughs> I've Enix. Always, I've always pronounced it Enix. No. Okay, well, well I don't know. What about the first word? How do you pronounce that one? Square. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so should we go for Square Enix? Square Enix. Um, no offense, Square Enix. Uh, we like. I like the game a lot. It looks um, really lovely. It's really yeah. You're looking at some pictures. It's yeah. really lovely. It's got your kind of standard sort of clinical white space station walls and things, but it's got like lovely kind of strip lights that add a bit of kind of 
nice little glow. Yeah, nice little glows. <laughs> but it, and it all you sort of wake up in this in this space station and you don't know what's happened to the rest of your crew. Um, then they're not there. You've been in hibernation and you start communicating with um, the artificial intelligent. Um, I guess omnip omnip. I can't say the omnipotent? word. Omnipotent? Omnipotent? Om, omniscient? Omniscient is the omniscient. word. The omniscient, yeah, yes. Well the omniscient AI, which is called Tom. And he kind of informs you that there's been a problem with the crew and that sort of starts the game off. And essentially all you're doing is using a bunch of energy orbs mm. to open doors so you can get through to where the crew are. Um, and you've got been, a gun to shoot people, yeah? No, there is no... Is a, it is a gun type device but all it does is collect energy orbs oh so it's okay. not there is no fighting there is no there's no fighting. i'm gonna be careful with what i say actually if, if you need violence then you can consider it's the not, energy orbs to be bullets yeah they're not they're energy orbs they're essentially just like orb-shaped batteries yeah and um you just collect them in your energy orb gun-shaped thing and then um just deposit them in different uh almost plug sockets yeah energy orb vessels let's call them and um and they uh, basically work to open doors and then you progress through the space station mm. and down into this area where they've been mining in europa um and as you go through the game the story starts to come in more and more which is what i really liked about the game so in many ways it's very similar to portal which i know billens played portal haven't Ugh. we no, I haven't played Portal. Oh, haven't you? No. We've discussed um, it. You're very yes. aware of it. Aaron's being sick because he hates logic puzzles. But he's <laughs> never actually po played Portal either. I played Portal 1. That's oh, a did lie. you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh no. I, I, I played it at my friend's house and I just I wanted to kill myself. I was like, can we just do something else, please? That's because you couldn't get the cake, right? No, I just got bored. I don't want... Who wants a gun that shoots holes in walls? that don't actually explode and do anything. It's just boring. It Sorry, just go, you carry go, on. It just means Back you can to, go through the walls. Yeah, but it's just, <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, I've completed a level, yeah. No, it's not about that, Aram. It's about the puzzle. I don't care about puzzles. Oh. I want to kill things. <laughs> well, you won't like the Turing test then, so don't play it. Oh. Um, it's for people that like puzzles. I had and my I really hopes up like when puzzles. I saw the gun thing. I was like, oh, yeah, there's going to no. be some violence. But no, it's, it's really just cool. energy. Yeah, it's just energy orbs. And um, the, it's really nice. It's kind of, um, it starts off quite simply. So it lures you into becoming complacent with yeah. like what you need to do which is really nice. So then the puzzles become harder and harder and harder because you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing now. Oh, no, hang on. They've changed up some rules. Yeah. And there's different types of orbs. So some of them will have intermittent power. Some of them will have a burst of power and then turn off. Mm. And so it becomes more and more complicated what you need to do in order to get from one room to the next. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and the story that goes through it becomes more and more intriguing and actually quite dark. Yeah. Um, and then it throws up some really nice questions about humanity and our responsibility to each other in the world, which I did not expect from a puzzle game. Um, and that that all comes out through the dialogue between Ava, the character that you're playing, and Tom, which is this omniscient AI. Um, and it's, yeah, I really, really like the game. Yeah. I found the puzzles like accessible but satisfying. Yeah. And then there's these little side rooms which have like much more challenging puzzles, slightly different format puzzles in them as well. And um, that are kind of like bonus puzzles. Also like, well, not mini game, but like just a bit extra. Yeah, they're a bit extra. And I, I didn't realise that 
they were something that you do as you find them. Mm. Um, I thought that because of the way the game just progresses down these corridors, every time you get out of a room, you're in a corridor again. Mm. I just thought you'd come back round to these other puzzles. Um, but then towards the end, I was like, no, hang on a minute. These are like bonus puzzles. So I started doing them and they're, they're more challenging and quite satisfying as well. Um, yeah, I really, really liked it. And as you can see from uh, looking at the game, it's really pretty. The it is soundtrack's really lovely. lovely. Um, what kind of music? It's sort of, it's very score-like, like film score-like. Oh, nice. It's it's really nice. It's really, it's quite relaxing if you like logic puzzles, which I do. Yeah, and so do I. So I, I found don't. it to be <laughs> a, a nice escapism um, sort of, yeah. Really nice, relaxing game to play, even though some of the puzzles were infuriatingly hard because it sort of got your brain to, as I say, become complacent about the style of puzzles and then it changed that around a bit and you'd be mm. like, no! But um, yeah, when you figure them out, it's very, very satisfying and I really like the story thread that ran through it. So I'd highly recommend this game. Have you finished it, by the way? Yeah, yeah, I completed oh, it a while ago. Well oh, the, oh, oh, and the end. I can't say too much. Yeah. Because the end sort of, turns everything on its head and is really satisfying. Mm. And it it throws up, like I said to you, it throws up this kind of almost like a human condition question at you. Yeah. And at the end, you you kind of have to confront yourself a little bit. It's really, it's really nice ending. Really cool. Um, is it replayable or does yeah, it, are I the reckon, puzzles the same? Uh, no, I mean, the puzzles will be the same, but I reckon if you just leave it for a few months and then wanted to go back to it, you'd probably go through the same... You'd probably have to remind yourself what they were. So you could replay it, but it's it's a decent length game. It's mm. not a quick game. Um, so, it, yeah, I did it over, I think I spent about a week playing it. Lovely. Yeah. And what I would you really rate really it then? It. Um, I would give it a sort of nine out of ten. Wow. I really, well really liked it. It's really pretty and, and really satisfying puzzles. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Shall yeah. we move on to Shadow of War? <gasps> oh, where am you talking about Shadow of War? Yes, I am. Oh. And, and, and hello, Laura, maybe as well. Yes, Laura, you're going to get involved. No. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you are, because this is Laura's favourite game in the world. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much why you're around, isn't it? Just to play Mordor. Yeah. <laughs> Not to see me. <laughs> Cheers. Um, so, yeah, this is a sequel to Shadow of Mordor. Um, which was released roughly three years earlier. Um, it was the, sorry, The Shadow of War was released on October the 10th, 2017 by Warner Brothers. Um, and it's amazing. I've, I've just been, again, it's, it's another, it's exactly the same in that you just run around and end up killing everything and just getting lost in destroying thousands and thousands and thousands of orcs. Um, so your kind of game, killing oh, everything. Oh yeah, exactly. There's no logic behind it. It's brilliant. <laughs> There's a lot of button bashing. There is. Um, so yeah, just to summarise, basically, you're you're the main protagonist. Is that the right word? That is correct. Yeah, well done. Italian from the same guy from the previous game, um, and like I don't even know how to describe it. There's so like, hang on. So let me ask you a question to help you describe it. So in um, Shadow of Mordor, you get the setup of like how his family were killed, how he was kind of killed, but joined. Mm souls with a wraith yeah and in this game kind of what is the setup that brings you back into the story um to be honest i'm i'm actually struggling with the storyline i'm really not... what so the game just starts no, Aaron doesn't I, care about the story i just i 
this is exactly what I found with Shadow, Shadow of Mordor. Actually, I was I didn't really get sucked into the storyline except for the initial part, which obviously was quite traumatizing, seeing your family being killed. Whereas this one, you you've kind of come to like a Gondorian city and you have to rescue it. Um, from being taken over by orcs and you come across some other heroes. But I, I feel like the story's just really flown over my head. I know is, it's, is the story intended to be backgroundy so you can just do loads of fighting or is it something that is too complicated? Is that what you're saying? I just, uh, I don't really know, to be honest. <laughs> okay, no, no story this. questions for Erin. Well, no, no, but <laughs> this is a really important point, I think. Like, this, I think the storyline is probably the weakest aspect of it. Oh, okay. I'm just not drawn into it at all. Like, I mean, for something like The Witcher, where I was really just engrossed in the story and I was really yeah. excited about all the characters... Like there feels like there's a lot of like things just crowbarred in and it, it just doesn't... I think the term is shoehorned. Crowbar? Is it not crowbar? You shoehorn something in. You don't crowbar I mean, something in. Well, fine. Shoehorn. But yeah. I, I like the idea of crowbarring it in. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff in. it in. Boom. Boom. Get that crowbar in there. Shove it in. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm really not taken by the story at all, but that's not really the thing that sells it for me and not the thing that's important for me. So obviously the going around and killing things, the button bashing mayhem and the leveling up. So it's an RPG game. And uh, as you um, progress levels, you unlock new powers and new weapons and new skills. And it's just, instead of being able to kill like one or two orcs, you become so powerful that you can actually take out entire armies. Um, and as you become more powerful and go through the actual main quests as well, you can start possessing the orcs like you did in the previous game mm -hmm. and uh, creating your own little army that then they can all fight each other. So it's just like, it's absolutely mayhem, but it's beautiful. Is there any backstabbing? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So um, it's another game that can be partly done through stealth as well. Um, so I didn't mean exactly I was going to say <laughs> I meant if you possess someone do they maybe sometimes turn against you no no once they're possessed they're possessed I've not seen anyone turn against me after they've been possessed uh, can you can you turn your like allies against themselves no you don't really get that involved with your allies <sighs> you you there's like special abilities where you can summon Gondorian soldiers and they come and help you in a fight uh, but you don't really have that much dealings with them, to be honest. They're all just stuck in some tower in like Gondor while you run around and do everything. Goddamn Gondorians, yeah. lazy. Lazy, <laughs> won't leave the tower. <laughs> you are basically, it's you against the army of Mordor pretty much and they occasionally help out. And They're just too busy sort of standing around that big white tree, aren't they? Well, it's, it's not Minas Tirith, so not the big white tree. No, Min Minas Tirith is the city outside in, on the edge of Gondor. Yeah, with the big white tree. No, no. Minas Tirith is the big one with the white tree. Yeah. You're thinking of Osgiliath. Yeah. There is Osgiliath in this, though. Osgiliath's the one on the river. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the big city with the big white tree. It's not that. that that's Minas Tirith. That's in Gondor. Yes. Yeah. But Aram's saying it's not Minas Tirith. It's not the one with the white tree. But it's, he said Gondor, so yeah, that's in yeah, Gondor. Gondor's that the whole place. <laughs> I know, that's what I said. They could just be stood around staring at the big white tree. But they're not. But there's then, some other Gondor. There's yes, some there's other part scene. of Gondor. Okay. <laughs> See, I, this, is, this is common sense, Gem. I thought yeah. you'd have understood this by now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless you. Oh. Um, okay, yeah, Laura, do you want to explain why you love this game so much? Go on, tell us about I it. I don't know what I'm doing. I just press buttons and kill things. 
And that's exactly why it's an amazing game because and I have no idea what's going on. I'm just running around killing everything. So if and Laura's really good at it. Despite and Laura's the fact amazing. She, claims at it. she doesn't know what she's doing. She yeah. is quite good at it. I tried having a go at this, and I don't play on a PlayStation, so I had no idea. When it prompts you to, it prompts you to press particular buttons, and it's like prompting me circle, and I'm like, I don't know which one circle is without looking down. And by mm. the time I've looked down, I'm dead. <laughs> but Laura was just pressing that. all of them. That's the trick. It's a bum bashers game. And then just amazing stuff happens when you smash everything. Really yeah, quickly. I mean, there was a lot of just magic, and it. To be honest, it seemed a little bit too easy to kill things. I know I died a little bit, but I've never played it before. It is to kill baddies on an individual basis. What actually makes it really difficult is when you're starting to fight like the commanders and the captains, because um, as they they actually level up as well, and there's obviously the nemesis system, which I'll go into in a second, but um, they have their own following. So it wouldn't just be him by himself. There could mm -hmm. be like a huge army and they'll have like archers as well around you. Right. So you're kind of one guy and you've got all these people to fight against. So you know how you had those prompts come up of like triangle. That will happen a lot more regularly and you'll have our, like the arrow symbol appear in the side of the, the, the corner of the screen. And that, that indicates you that you're being attacked and yeah. stuff. Yeah. So... so as it gets more chaotic and there's more people around you that you're fighting, it becomes a lot harder to kind of take in all the information and do things at the appropriate time. Also, some of the bloody bosses become really hard because you'll probably find you'll have like a tactic to approach uh, fighting people. So yeah. my one is using my like spirit hand thing to freeze them. And then I use like a... a a slashing attack which gets faster and faster and faster yeah sure you get into your own them. habit of, of killing mm. people and your gameplay style yeah but the great thing is the bosses adapt to you so after ah. a while they start they start to like counter you doing that and like you can flip over bosses and they'll start grabbing you and throwing you and be like that doesn't work anymore kind of thing so you have to be very much on your toes or you have to kill them really quickly to kind of take advantage of it um so it's, it, it keeps you on your toes, like each fight. That's cool. It, it seems easy, but it becomes really, really difficult as you go uh, further on. Because in, in, in your, um, when we talked about the shadow of Mordor, mm. um, your kind of uh, criticism of it was actually by the point you'd got, say, two thirds of the way through, you were finding it too easy. Because mm. by the time you level up, you were just like, well, I'm just going around just killing everything summoning all my powers yeah are you finding that same issue with this N game no i'm not actually and they've got new bad guys as well which are a lot more difficult so um you're having to fight drakes and stuff like that mm -hmm. before so the one you saw me actually was a bit easier uh than the one i faced earlier because the one that i faced earlier actually came down and attacked you and it was like you get near it it just hits you with its wing and takes off a ton of damage yeah um and then you're using your elf shot which is like your ranged weapon and it's not really doing a lot. So you have to be really careful. And every time you're hit by it, like your mic goes down, which allows you to do special abilities. So mm. it's, it's really, it became really difficult. And it must have taken me a good 20 minutes to get past that mission, actually. Mm. So that was the one before you guys were here. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm really enjoying the combat. Again, the story is just, I don't really care, to be honest. <laughs> But, Those poor story writers that spent a long time. I'm sure there are lots of people who play the game who care about the story. So the story writers hopefully are okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's just not what's really taken like my interest. But it's yeah. so easy to pick up, and you know, if you're just you come home from work one day, you know, you just want to chill and kill some orcs. Like it's perfect. So with the last game, I found that um, I wasn't playing it that much because. 
uh, it, you needed a good sort of at least an hour, maybe two hours to kind of get through a mission. Is this one a bit quicker to take out little... Depends what kind of little missions, mini missions. You, you're doing. If you're doing the actual main campaign ones, then it will take you a longer time. Yeah. But you've got like side missions to kill certain people or like save certain Gondorian soldiers and stuff like that. Can you just um, say, they're quite easy. I don't want to do any missions. I just want to go around and kill everything. Yeah, if you want to, you can make it like a GTA of Orcs. So it's like a proper sandbox then? Yep. <laughs> yeah, and you could do that in the last one, but then if you got killed doing that, then they will just level up. Whereas if you get killed within a mission, mm, you get you to, get to retry. Yeah, you get to retry. Yeah, um, which is the case so early on well. in the game, you probably don't want to just wander around when you're really weak because they all mm. just level up and they all gather around where you respawn, don't they? Yeah, hang out waiting for you. Like, hey, I'm gonna get you again, and I'm more powerful. Yeah, suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I do love that about the Nemesis system, actually, though. Like, when you fight someone, they kill you. They just become incredibly hard. And I had one. Um, I was only in the low, lower levels, but he was already, like, level 28 or something. Um, so any time he hit me, I'd basically die. <laughs> and he, he just kept appearing everywhere. <laughs> you were like, no, get away! It was like Grug the Destroyer or something. But um, I love all their names. Their names are ridiculous. They're great. <laughs> the one thing I don't like, though, is that every time you fight one, they always have to have a little speech like and it takes like about 30 seconds oh no story like, some story Aaron. no no it's not even story it's like hey the man i'm going to eat your soul and then destroy your babies blah, blah 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 and it's like not not even necessarily related to the story but there's like a little cut scene where you're like your sword's against their axe or whatever and they're saying these random stuff and it happens all the time and if you've got about three or four commanders doing it you have like three or four cutscenes for each one it's, it's nice you like, can have a little sip of tea while you're waiting if I want to kill things <laughs> building dramatic tension exactly it gets boring after the 100th one that you've killed you might be able to turn them off you should have a look at the setting sometimes you can turn things like that off I could give it a go um, yeah but so, Erin, uh, in a nutshell, what is diff? Yeah, I know. Well, that's why I'm hurrying okay. you up. So, stop telling me to hurry up because I'm hurrying you up. <laughs> that, that was great for our listeners who didn't see that. Erin was tell doing them a little. Erin yeah. was doing a little windy thing. I was doing thing. the sign so they didn't hear us. A little but, windy know, thing. Just completely ruined. With his hands. He was it's, fine. it's fine. I'm, he's winding me up, but I'm trying to wind you up. So, quickly, uh, what would you rate this game? <laughs> oh, it's so hard. I'm going to give it an eight for now, but. I can't wait to play more. It's oh, just so good. What about Hello Laura? Hello Laura, what would you rate this game? Six. Ooh. Six? You love this game! I played it for about an hour. Why are you here? Go home. Yeah. You love this game. <laughs> Bye. Do you under understand what's happening in the story, by the way? No. Yeah, see, it's not just me, is it? No. <laughs> and yeah, she started the game. <laughs> okay sorry story lovers this isn't maybe maybe not a game for you if you listen to erin's uh, recommendation but who knows cool so i think that brings us to the end of the main games that we're talking about what else yeah. have uh, what else has everyone been playing this week so i haven't been playing any other computer games this week but i did do global game jam last <gasps> weekend oh yeah and was wasn't it? the theme like transmissions or something the theme was indeed transmission so uh, we did a very topical game, which is about election rigging. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, and what were you designing the game for? For uh... Uh, so it runs uh, in in the web. It it's, it was made on Unity, so you can just uh, go onto a web page mm -hmm. and run this game. And it's all about uh, seeding the idea that uh, people should vote for the other candidates in an upcoming election. Oh, so what? How does the game like work then? 
Uh, so you have a few agents that can insert fake news. Ah, so you've got uh, a couple of radios and a television and then one person who you can move around this little town. And then everything spreads by rumour. So you, you talk to some people and if they're in earshot, they'll hear it and they'll think about it and it will go into their little pool of words and phrases. And then when they talk to other people, they might pick that and start talking to them and it just kind of spreads uh, out. Okay. So it's kind of like an information growing game. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Cool. What have like you been it. playing, Jim? Um, I've just been playing Skyrim on the Switch for Love forever. Skyrim. For about since December. I just it's massive. It's isn't a massive it? time sink, isn't it? You yeah, and just... because I've got it on the Switch, I never put it down. If I'm on a train, I'm like, great Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> if I go to the loo, Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> on a bus, Skyrim. <laughs> it's really good. What what are you thinking of it then? Um I like it a lot. I like that Nintendo have um, you know, helped clean up the graphics a bit because it is what was it 2011 you forget how old mm. it is um i'm really enjoying it it's it's just funny coming to the game so late and this is the first time i've ever played it so it's my first run through yeah um and yeah they've got about six voice actors which i find hilarious so every <laughs> yeah, character is the same yeah. <laughs> and one of them really sounds like will arnett which just bothers me because I'm like, is that Will Arnett? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lego, the guy that does Lego Batman. and Yeah. yeah. Have you searched um, that? I'm pretty sure it wouldn't be him, right? Because he'd be famous. But well, I haven't searched it. I'll look it up. It just sounds mm. a lot like him. So he's like, he, he going to the shop. He's always in the shop. He's like, take whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's just really funny. And some of their accents are really dodgy. Yeah. <laughs> definitely i mean it's an amazing game but there's so much wrong with it isn't yeah, there and there's so many bugs i know oh, nintendo have got rid of some of the bugs but you pretty much will always see a rabbit stuck in a mountain <laughs> um, oh, or, all the things that get stuck in the mountain yeah just like in a mountain and you're like oh i'm gonna shoot this rabbit and you're like no it's just a bug <laughs> and <laughs> then my favorite one is um when you kill someone you go to collect resources or weapons off of them and they stick to you so the dead body just sticks to your feet. So you're just wandering around with a dead body stuck to your feet. It's just really funny. Have you been hit by a troll yet? No. You should go get hit by a troll. It's amazing. What happens? You just... get stuck to the troll? No, no, no. Quite the opposite. <laughs> you, you basically go into the heavens. Really? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh my God. You literally fly above So mouth. next time the guy asks me if I've been to the cloud district recently, I'll be like, yeah, I just went to the heavens. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, give it a go. It was quite, I was quite surprised yeah. by how, how far I went up and... <laughs> Wow, okay, yeah, I'll try that. And yeah. um, what have you been uh, playing this week, Aaron, or Ooh, in the last couple of weeks? Really good game, actually. Shogun 2. Ooh! It's a Total War game. Um, I've never played the Shogun, one, Shogun ones mm. before. Um, so, obviously, rather than being set in medieval times or Roman times, or in, in the Mediterranean and places like that, it's actually set in Japan during the kind of, like... Uh, the time Western culture started having an influence on Japan, they started bringing over things like gunpowder and that kind of transition from like sword-based battles to a lot more like gun uh, fighting, a lot more like regiments and stuff Didn't like that. Didn't gunpowder come from China? Have I just made yeah, that Yeah, it did, but uh, they used it for things that weren't guns. Oh, yes. Mm. Okay. And then, the, and then it came to the West and the West went, oh, guns. And then it went back over to Eastern Asia and yeah, I think it was got like put a, into guns. I see. Yeah, yeah kind of like trade howitzers and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, so you start to um, get that kind of 
warfare in there as well. It's Naughty really, really Westerners. It's a really, really cool <laughs> game. Um, I love Total War. It's just the epicness of it as well. And just the battles are beautiful. And it's really, lo- like, it looks amazing. The graphics look really, really good. What are you playing it on? Um, I'm actually playing it on my Mac, believe it or not. It's mm. just, it's on Steam. Um which I'm still annoyed that you can't get the more recent ones to be honest, but either way, absolutely fantastic game. If you love your strategies, uh, check it out. Very nice. And I think that uh, brings us to the end of our podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Hope you've enjoyed the the wonderful little bickers that we've had this week. (laughs) A lot of bickering. did it. He managed to hold the microphone right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. He did, but I think it's quite, it's been quite far away from his face. Well, I, 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 (laughs) see, where I was holding it before aided me in keeping it close to my face. <laughs> <laughs> I think you'll be fine. But yeah. Anyway, thank you very okay, much. Okay. Oh, and bye Goodbye to Hello Laura. Hello Laura. Bye, Hello Laura. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'll be trekking in again soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.